You're listening to The Leadership Pod, Episode 3, How to Start Building a Strong Leadership Brand in 2020. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. We're into another week for 2020. It certainly seems to be moving pretty fast this year, doesn't it? I have to say that I am loving 2020 so far. I spent a lot of the end of 2019 planning for this new year and new decade, uh, and now I actually get to put in place the goals that I set for myself, or at least get some of them started. One of the goals was this podcast, which I am so happy that I decided to do. I have to admit it was a little daunting at the beginning. I mean, the thought of recording and sharing a 30-minute episode or 20 to 30-minute episode with you every week, it's quite a commitment. And at first, I wasn't sure how I was going to fit into my schedule, but because it's something that I felt really strongly about and something that I really wanted to do, I made, made sure that I made the time and I'm really, really happy that I did. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far because you're who I made it for. I hope you're getting a lot of valuable tips and insights to help you advance into leadership. Uh, feel free to leave me a note on my website, by the way, Executive Impressions, or on LinkedIn or Instagram. I, I'm really active on those platforms and I would absolutely love to hear from you and hear how this podcast is helping you in your leadership journey. So feel free to just send me a message. Okay, well, today's episode is about how to start building a strong leadership brand in 2020. Let's dig into it. So if you have your sights on leadership, either with a company that employs you or through running your own business like I have, you absolutely need to build and establish a clear leadership brand. Now, you've no doubt heard of personal branding, so you're probably familiar with the concept. Well, leadership branding is just like personal branding, but it's for leaders aspiring and current leaders. The reason I use the term leadership branding as opposed to personal branding, because I have been asked this by people, it's because I want to speak to leaders, people like you, people who are ambitious, people who aim to go higher than the rest, people who want to get out of the pie, or as you heard me talk about in the last episode, episode two of this podcast. Now, when you're aiming for a leadership position, you need to package and market yourself as a leader. You do this by building a leadership brand. And quite often, this requires a very focused direction, often more focused than what personal branding requires. So that's another reason why I prefer the term leadership branding to personal branding. Now, when you're building a leadership brand, you need to look at the touch points your audience are going to come in contact with. So those are the touch points where your audience are going to gather clues or information about who you are, what you're like, what you stand for. So for example, your outfit is one touch point and based on what you wear, people will make judgments about you. 
Your communication is another touch point, and based on the way you communicate, people again will make judgments about you. There are many more touch points that you'll learn about in this episode and over the course of this whole podcast series that I, I am providing for you. But the thing is, you have absolute control over these touch points. You can work with them so they communicate the exact leadership brand that you want to convey to other people. But before you get to work on any of these touch points, the first thing you have to do is to decide what is the leadership brand that you want. This is going to give you direction. When you're clear on your leadership brand, then you can get to working on the touch points to make sure that they communicate and convey your leadership brand correctly and in a strong way. So if I were to work with a coaching client and help them define their leadership brand, it generally takes about a 90-minute session because we delve into their goals, their values, the points of differentiation. We also look at what's worked for them in the past, what hasn't worked, uh, and we take all of this information to define their leadership brand. Now, that is really hard to do on a podcast like this that runs for 20 minutes. So I'm going to give you a simple activity that you can do on your own without any input from me. And this is something that I share with participants or people who attend my Leadership Presence Masterclass that I run. Your activity is to choose three words that you want other people to describe you with. Now let's put this into a bit of context. So imagine you're at a networking event and one of your colleagues is introducing you to an important decision maker, somebody you really want to impress. What do you want that colleague to say about you? How do you want them to introduce you? So many people who attend the Leadership Presence Masterclass and do this activity, they have answers like, well, I want to be seen as more credible, intelligent, trustworthy, friendly, authoritative or confident. Your three words could be different or they could be exactly what I have mentioned just now. You know, the ones I did list just now, they come up in every leadership workshop that I conduct. So they do tend to be the common ones for emerging leaders. But yours, they don't have to be the same. Uh, so take some time to think about how you want other people to see you. Now you've defined, in a way, your leadership brand you're ready to start working on the touch points that help to commute that will help you communicate your leadership brand. And the first touch point we're going to talk about is your outfit. Now, some people listening might be thinking, well, why is my outfit important? I don't want people to judge me by what I wear. That's so shallow. But the fact is people do judge you by what you wear and they will continue to judge you by what you wear. So you have two choices. Either neglect this really important touch point for your leadership brand and have people decide whatever they want about you, or recognize that people are going to judge you by what you wear regardless and take control of this touch point. So one of the coaching clients I was working with, she knew that her outfit was something that was holding her back in her professional life. She was obviously very proactive and very aware of her leadership brand. It showed up in the way people interacted with her at work. She mentioned that people didn't treat her like the senior lawyer that she was. Clients didn't direct their questions to her. They directed their questions to other people in the room. So she knew that she wasn't coming across as the senior, credible, intelligent lawyer that she is. 
Before the first session we had together, I asked her to send me some photos of the outfits that she normally wears to work. I reviewed these outfits and immediately, as soon as I saw the outfits, I could tell that they were not the outfits a senior lawyer should wear, who should be wearing. And they definitely weren't the outfits that a special counsel, and that was a position she was aiming for, they were not the outfits a special counsel should be wearing. So we started to, we started by defining her leadership brand and then we worked on creating, kind of recreating her wardrobe and choosing outfits that would help her communicate and convey her leadership brand, her new leadership brand. And with the few changes that she made, you know, it didn't cost her a lot of money. She didn't have to buy thousand dollar suits to up level her wardrobe. That's not at all what we worked on. We just made some minor shifts. Uh, in her wardrobe, but the results for her were immediate. It translated into clients directing their questions to her because they felt that she was capable and competent. Other lawyers in the industry started reaching out to her for speaking engagements and networking functions. And her boss immediately saw the change in her and after some time, a few months, he promoted her to special counsel at her law firm. Now, it might seem shallow or superficial to worry about what you wear to work because, you know, you just want people to recognize you for your intelligence and your brilliant ideas. But I can tell you, your outfit is incredibly important and it has a huge impact on your leadership brand. So now you need to ask yourself, is the outfit you wear in business situations in line with your leadership brand? Is it in line with the three words that you chose earlier in this podcast that you want people to use when they describe you? Once you've looked at your outfit, you can then turn to the next touch point. And that touch point is your nonverbal communication. And what I'm talking about here is your body language. So body language plays a huge role in your overall communication. And studies have shown that your nonverbal communication contributes more to your overall message than your verbal communication does. Think of this in terms of every time you open your mouth to speak, you send a message to other people. That message is delivered by two channels, your verbal channel and your nonverbal channel. And the person listening to you will be taking in your messages from both channels, but not to the same degree. They'll place more importance on the message they get from your nonverbal channel than your verbal channel. To which degree? Well, studies have shown that 93% of your message is communicated through your nonverbal channel and only 7% of your message is communicated through your verbal channel. So that's obviously when you're communicating in person, not on a podcast like this where the only channel you have access to is my verbal channel because you can't see what I'm doing with my hands or uh, my body language as I talk. But it does make you realize how important your nonverbal communication is. What does this mean for you? Well, you need to make sure that the body language you use is in line with your leadership brand. For example, if you said you want people to see you as friendly and outgoing, well, your body language should reflect this. If you said you want people to see you as confident and powerful, your body language needs to reflect this too. When your body language doesn't match your verbal message and it isn't in line with your leadership brand, it's going to create confusion for your audience. Because your verbal message will be saying one thing and your body language will be saying another. 
On my website, I have a really popular article that I'm actually going to link to in the show notes. It's about body language and how you can adapt your body language so you come across as confident and powerful. Um, Because when I work with my clients, that's often what they want to convey to other people, especially emerging leaders. Confidence is often an issue that people want to work on. But I also recommend you to start taking note of the body language you use in business situations. You know, what posture do you use in meetings or when you stand? Do you slouch? Do you keep your head down? Do you take up space Do you, when you project confidence? If confidence is something you want to project more of in business, then definitely take a look at this article that I'm going to link to in the show notes. And if it's hard for you to monitor your body language yourself, then ask a friend to help you. Tell them what your leadership brand is, what you're aiming for, and get them to monitor you for one week, tell you if you use any body language gestures that detract from that leadership brand. You know, sometimes it's a lot more helpful to have an external opinion. Uh, Obviously, it's very difficult to get that if you're doing something like this yourself. So we've we've spoken about your outfit nonverbal communication. Now it's time to focus on your verbal communication. So before I said that it only counts for 7% of the overall message you send when you communicate, uh, but it still contributes to the overall message. And it's an important part of your communication that you need to focus on. And you really do need to make sure that it's in line with your leadership brand and with your nonverbal communication. You know, what is that touch point communicating? And make sure that it's in line with the, the touch point of your outfit. What is your outfit communicating? Any dissonance between your nonverbal and verbal communication will create confusion for your audience. So you need to make sure that all the messages you send are in sync. Now, when it comes to your verbal communication, a really common area that people want to work on is clarity. People want to be able to convey their ideas and thoughts clearly, simply, not muddled. You'll be surprised at how many people have difficulty with this. Even leaders who've been in a leadership position for a number of years find it hard to communicate with clarity. It's really easy to get your thoughts muddled, especially if you're feeling stressed or nervous. And I know in business situations when your boss is at the table with you or an important client is with you, it's really easy to get stressed. The pressure is on, you have to perform well, otherwise you could discredit the company or yourself as a professional. So in this situation, you need to keep it simple. If you're prone to getting stressed or anxious in those situations, you need to keep it simple. And, you know, if you if you know that stress impacts your thought processes and communication, try to keep your communication as simple as possible by talking about one issue or one point at a time. It's very much like writing. You know, when you want to write clearly, you should always stick to one idea per paragraph. You introduce the idea at the beginning of the paragraph, then you elaborate on it for the rest of the paragraph. So try to adopt the same approach for your verbal communication. Something that helps me communicate with more clarity is to break my ideas or thoughts down into points and communicate this, you know, to my audience while I'm speaking. So, for example, if you want to talk about issue A, B and C in the meeting, tell people, I have three issues that I want to talk about. Issue A is, issue B is, issue C is. And this will help your audience to know what to expect and it will help them to keep track of your thoughts as you speak in a structured way. 
So that's a quick trick that I often use in high pressure meetings when I'm feeling a little bit stressed or nervous. Now, of course, communication is such a broad issue and there are many topics that are important when it comes to communication. You know, how to be assertive, how to communicate to persuade, how to communicate to motivate, how to communicate with empathy uh, or give negative feedback or positive feedback. Over time, we'll probably cover a lot of these communication issues in this podcast because they are really important for you to succeed in leadership. Great leaders know how to adapt their communication to the situation. Like a chameleon that changes its colors with its environment, good leaders can change their communication depending on the situation and the people they're communicating with. But I guess I'm getting a little bit off track here. So let's loop back to the topic, main topic of this podcast and how to make sure your communication is in line with your leadership brand. So take note of how you feel when you communicate. Do you feel that you're communicating in a way that's in line with your leadership brand? So for example, if you want people to see you as authoritative, Are you communicating in an assertive way or are you communicating passively, which is leading people to see you as hesitant or unsure? Quite often we can detect ourselves that our communication is off, that it's not conveying accurately our leadership brand. What also helps is to take note of how other people respond when you communicate. Do they direct their questions to you or to others in the team? Remember, this is an issue my coaching client had that I I talked to you about earlier in this episode. Are people confused when you communicate your ideas or do they immediately get your message? Do they respond with more questions to clarify what you mean? Does this happen often? All of these questions can help you analyze your own communication and work out whether you're communicating in a way that's in line with your leadership brand and with the other touch points of your leadership brand, like your outfit and your nonverbal communication. We have covered a lot in this episode. We've talked about how to define your leadership brand, which is the very first thing you need to focus on. Then we moved on to three touch points that you need to look at. The first was your outfit. The second was your nonverbal communication. And the third was your verbal communication. All three touch points need to be in sync and they need to be communicating the same message to make sure that you are communicating the leadership brand you want in 2020. The thing is, not everybody puts in this much work for their leadership brand. I'm sharing this information with you because I know it's important and I know this area is one of the areas that differentiates great leaders from people who may never make it into leadership. I've seen it help people get promotions, change industries and successfully start their own business. So I know it's relevant and useful information for you too. Remember, if you're striving to get out of the pile and be part of the top 10% in your company or industry, you have to do what the rest are not prepared to do. And by working on the areas we talked about in this episode and the areas we're going to talk about in future episodes, if it's done well, they can help you rise above the rest and put you in a category of one. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Leadership Pod. Next week for episode four, I'm going to be sharing with you the very first Q&A episode. So remember the format of this podcast is that once a month, I share with you a Q&A episode where I answer a common question that I receive from my audience or my community or a client. Now, the question for next week's episode is, 
how can I be noticed and rewarded for the great work that I do? So if you've ever felt overlooked or underappreciated at work, then you definitely want to tune into that episode next week. Well, that's all from me for this week. If you liked this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could take a couple of minutes to leave a review of this podcast on the iTunes platform. And don't forget to share it with your colleagues and friends. When you help others with valuable information, it does help you look like a leader as well. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.